welcome everybody into another episode of the Comic Bookies podcast. Episode 140 is here. Myself and Mark are here with a special guest, but first let's get to the sponsor of the show. He's kind of connected, by the way. Uh, like every episode, uh, the Comic Bookies podcast is brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Tomorrow, Wednesday, January 26, 2022, is New Comic Book Day. Like every other local comic book store who you should be supporting, go see Alex, go see Treasure Island, go visit the shop, get your pull list going. He got everything you need, old, new. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show, Alex. Um, been on, it's, it's about damn time. Um, <laughs> how, how are you, sir? How good, is, how is your winter going? How is the holidays? Just give us a whole life update over the last three or four months. Holidays are nice and quiet, like everybody, I think. It was a good break. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Like I said, I it was a double DC shipment this week. Oh, the missing books are definitely here because I pulled them. I was at the shop all day uh, yesterday and today. Got two weeks of DCs done, one week of Diamond, one week of Marvel. And it's a doozy. It's the end of the month. It's a big week. There's lots of books out. Saga's back. I'm going to read that as soon as we're done. So. I know I I did see that like like your website and a few other websites I kind of say like you know kind of preview books it was like this is like yeah. the second hottest book besides the detective uh, weekly going on right now. Oh, uh, Saga's great. It's been three and a half years. It's been gone for a very long time. It's good to have that book back. That's crazy. Like, I, and I never knew. Like, of course, it's been you know, it's been a lot longer than three and a half years that I've been involved in comic books. But when I first walked into the shop, it was that 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 book kind of like jumped out at me. Like, it was like one of the trade mm-hmm. paperbacks. Like, what is this? And sure enough, after the first or second week I'm in the shop, I go home and I do some research. I'm like, whoa, like no wonder. And like some of the, of course, the reviews and everything is like, whoa, what the hell? This book? Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm glad it's back. We, we, I think we have missed Brian K. Vaughn writing comic books for comic books. It's good mm-hmm. to have him back. Yeah. It's been, it's been ages. Nice. Mark, how are you, sir? Uh, good, good, It's been, good, two, it's guys. been two weeks now, but how are you? Good, good. Welcome in. Welcome in, Alex. Thank you for getting in your quarterly report with us. Uh, as yeah. earnings, earnings season comes, I think what Microsoft Apple reporting this week, and here he is. Oh, we boy. get uh, we get his earnings report on everything, but I know <laughs> it's been crazy, dude. I looked up how many books I'm getting, and I think oh, I'm getting like nine this week as well, oh, okay. on top of that detective that um, – that is uh that came late but mm-hmm. i was telling mike the other day we're gonna be like so backed up on detective by the time we get it with them releasing them a uh, three or every weekly now right so mm-hmm. we're gonna have like three four books of detective built up so that's i'm just gonna read it all at one time take a good hour and just read them all so i mean and the funny thing is is like right before like the delay happened i was on i was on track now like there was a week, there was a week where like the books got here on like Friday. I was like, hell yeah, you know. <laughs> and then I so I read all those books, and then sure enough, the coming Tuesday, we were all, all jacked up. We were like, yes, we yes. have books to read about that had just come out last Wednesday. Like we're not a week, and then sure enough, boom, <laughs> like that happens. Yeah. And then we're like, oh no, and so and so we're back to being backed up again. But I mean, like like we were talking about like in pre-production, like what can we do, you know? Yeah, totally, exactly, not nothing. Yeah, it's so. Sucks, yeah. So, 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 um, for those of you, I, I'm sure across the whole United States, they're experiencing it, but if you can just, you know, kind of give us some insight into why, uh, some of these books are being delayed. I think the I think the last set of DC books was super delayed because that huge ice storm in the Midwest, I think mm-hmm. it got snowed in. Uh, they didn't give me a reason, but I believe that's what was going on before that we had with the tornadoes was the last big delay. Cause the DC books are coming out of, uh, Fort Wayne, Indianapolis area. Yeah. And that's, it's tough. Um, 
it's just it's mostly affected DC. That's the FedEx stuff. I mean, um, Penguin Random House, Penguin Random House slash Marvel and Diamond are using UPS, and and uh, UPS seems to have a better job getting stuff out this year. I think they've been way more reliable than anybody else. It feels like so, but it well, sucks. You know I mean, like every excited. West Coast shop didn't get their DC books, is my understanding, right? It was like the whole West Coast got got messed up, so it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I'm not sure. I, I usually expected the last week of the month, but I don't know if I'm also getting another previews, but just keep them coming, you know? Yeah. So. Previews is in. I have everything but the Marvel previews. Wow. So uh, that'll be probably next week. Nice. You mentioned that Saga book, Saga 55 you're talking about, Alex. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. there a special price on that book? I'm seeing it's $2.99. I haven't seen a comic. Yeah. I haven't seen a comic for two ninety nine. I think since I started this pod, since we started this podcast, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, the other the other big two ninety nine book is Spawn. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. Spawn at two ninety nine. But uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of a throwback. It's cool. They're gonna sell probably a ton of units. Although I'm I'm curious to see how it does sell through because I used to sell the book very high and it's been years off. I think a lot of people just kind of felt it was over. So uh, they did do a small overship. They they kind of gifted us a few copies on top of what i ordered so we'll see how it sells nice Um, yeah over the last couple weeks or a month or so what have you been reading um that's new or old on the shelves i was was just gonna ask that question you took it right (laughs) out of my mouth god i i mean you know like i I finished up inferno and i i did not like the end of inferno that i was hoping for something a little more um shocking or aggressive uh with that and that didn't happen and i feel like i'm I'm probably going to take a bit of a break from the x-men books I do like Batman. Batman's been solid. Uh, um, I I like the what House of Slaughter's been good. Um, all the horror stuff, like I, I'm usually into. There's there's been you know quite a few like Nice House and Lakes on Heights, but that book's phenomenal. Um, Tiny in general, always for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hickman Hickman's very good. Decorum just finished. I need to read read that whole thing now that it's finished. That'd be nice. Um, but trying to mostly just touch the big big Marvel DC books. Um, and then a lot of indies are always getting the attention lately. Like, you know, we keep saying the indies are doing probably more, a better job uh, lately than the big two. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I think it's a lot of image, you know, still waters on, you know, skybound oh, yeah. like that one's really good. Um, uh, what, Boom. Boom's good. Yeah. Boom Boom's studios good too, is good. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Um, Snyder, Scott Snyder's uh, Noctera is back yes. in, I think, in February. So I'm really excited about that one. Um, yeah. I know there's like an 80-page giant from Jeff Johns' Geiger. I was kind mm-hmm. of excited about that one. Um, I think that, I mean, in our opinion, I, I'm, not, I'm not speaking for Mark, but the Undiscovered Country, like uh, the second or third arc kind of took a dip for me. But mm-hmm. then the beginning of this new one's kind of going up a little bit. So it's been kind of a roller coaster on that one. But yeah. all in all, I mean – and I used to be kind of upset about the hiatuses, like, you know, like Noctera is taking a break, Geiger's mm-hmm. taking a break, Nice House on the Lake is taking a break, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not really mad anymore about it, you know? Because yeah, it gives me a chance to, like, really, really focus on, uh, you know, a handful of other books rather than, like, oh, I got 10 this week, so I kind mm-hmm. of have, like, three days to kind of just breeze through them. I'd like to just take my time, you know? Yeah, no, So I mean, it gives me a chance to do that. I think the breaks help with a little bit of a palate cleansing in a weird way. Um, what's what's the furthest place from here? The, the image book that's been really solid so far, like the end of the world mm-hmm. uh, gangster book. That's been fun. I, New I Burn got, from Image was good. New Burn's good. I'm on that yeah. one. I got that. Yeah. What's the furthest place from here? I got number one, yeah. but that was one that I actually didn't put to the pull list. You know, I just 
if I added everything that I got to the pull list, geez, oh, man. Like, yeah, I know. I mean, I tried number ones. I got to be kind of choosy, you know, kind of. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I will uh, admit that if it's a, a smaller mini series, either four five, six issues, I, I tend to gravitate to those, you know, kind of get a story in and out. And just mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, smaller publishers are like that kind of devote like these longer stories, obviously, to just mainly D.C., and um, not even so I feel even Marvel kind of like they're always rebooting and they have like oh a lot God, of these totally. little events like the devil's reign right now that end up being or, you know, the red, white and blood series and all mm-hmm. that. It's just they all have all these little series that are kind of mini as well. But um, I love the D.C. Black Label 610 issues. Oh, yeah. It's just the best, dude. We just the oversight. Yeah. yeah, the oversized issues. You just getting three of them. Um, most, I haven't, yeah. yeah, I haven't read number two yet. I think I'm getting it. I think this week of the Superman versus Lobo, the first issue is kind of just wacky, you know. So I'm expecting mm-hmm. the same thing. Um, or maybe I did get it, the second one. Two, but um, already, yeah, it's been yeah. a while. That book's going slow. Yeah, exactly. That's probably why I'm thinking it's either two or three. I'm not sure, but I mean, yeah, like we were talking earlier, like some of the DC is good, but there's actually a couple of Marvel that I did enjoy. Uh, Moon Knight was okay. That's why I kind of gave it the yeah, first arc. Okay. Um, I'm thoroughly excited to finish the last issue of that um, Fantastic Four life story, how they've mm-hmm. started like in the 50s and went in decades mm-hmm. after. I really enjoyed that miniseries. Just a kind Spider-Man of different take on it. was also really good. Yeah. I mean, I really yeah. enjoyed that. And I'm looking forward to the uh, the miniseries in a couple months, the, the Gwen Stacy one. Where it's like a mm-hmm. it's like a multiverse and it shows Gwen Stacy as like different Marvel characters and yeah. Marvel heroes. So yeah, and yeah, so some of it's good, some of it's not so good. But uh, but Mark's right. There's only a handful of ones that I'm willing to go past six issues so far. Well, it's tough. It's such a luxury hobby for folks, and people forget like they can add up real quick. You can get a small stack; it's pretty expensive real quick. And you know they you. People want to have like good value with those books. You want to make sure you're getting your money's worth and you enjoy it. Like uh, to rewind a little bit, Devil's Reign has been really, really good for Marvel so far. That's actually a book I, I like a lot. But the end of the Daredevil run was really, really good. Um, the Electra book's been good. Uh, it's cool. Like the Daredevil's doing just fine. Um, Spider-Man's a bit of a mess for me. X-Men's a super mess for me. The new Hulk book's a little weird. I, I loved Immortal Hulk. So the new books caught me off guard a little bit. Um, Thor's lost a little bit of steam with me. I did like the She-Hulk first issue was was really fun. I think that's probably the tone of the TV series that's coming out, and that sold out pretty quick. The Silk book was also okay, but didn't sell as well. So Marvel's, you know, they're trying. And like, we, like you and I said before uh, we started, you know, they're, it does feel like Marvel's definitely interested in producing TV shows over comic books right now. And I don't blame them because the money's much better. The scale of it is just much better than comic book sales. Yeah, but. Speaking of Marvel TV shows and Moon Knight, did you see the trailer for it that came out what two weeks I ago? I did. Yeah, it, it did not grab me, but it looks cool. I mean, it's it's, a, it's such a weird remix from the character I've read in comic books. Yeah, Although that's it a... does look like he was beating a werewolf in that quick shot when he's going <laughs> off. So mm-hmm. as long as he's fighting werewolves and vampires, that's that's cool. You know, I'm into that. And Oscar Isaac's always good. That guy's a really good actor, man. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so what are we getting? We're supposed to be getting uh, a delayed Morbius coming out, I think, in, yeah, in I April. Think so. I think it got delayed to April, so we're getting the Batman. We're getting Doctor Strange. I think mm-hmm. is uh, Love and Thunder out this year? I think uh, the new. I think it is right. I think that is Love and Thunder. I think that's yeah. out this year as well. So yeah, I mean, we're still getting a bunch of content, you know, to watch. You know. Oh, dude, there's. I mean, God, like you know, they're putting out so much stuff. I mean, I just. 
at home, we just finished WandaVision and that was awesome. We, we did the first two episodes of Captain uh, or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also pretty damn solid for me so far. Um, you know, we took we took a huge break from uh, comic book TV shows after the middle of last year because we had done all the Marvel movies in, in real quick order. And mm-hmm. um, the consensus consensus at home was like, let's just take a little break from that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. like I, I said, think- I, I I do comic books all day. I don't do comic books first thing when I get home. You know, like I give it a little break. I mean, I I kill myself once a month because I'm I, I want to watch The Boys so much uh, on Amazon Prime. But at the same time, I need to read the books first. Maybe it's not uh, necessary, but I just feel like I you know, it's like the Harry Potter books. I read all the books before yeah. I watched. I mean, no, I lie. I watched the first three before I read the books. And then I started like, you know what? I'm going to get the book first because I think the, I think it started to do like, here's the book and then the movie comes out after. So I think at, at a certain time when the book wasn't out yet, it was like book five or maybe six. I think six. I think the book came out right before because I think they kind of got up. They caught up to it. Right. Mm. And then so I never right. watched I the like, films. I only I only saw the first one. I, I read all the books as they came out. And I, I love the books. My kids all about the books, which is awesome. We just we just threw um fall and winter watched all the harry potter movies in 4k and then just watched the first fantastic beasts and where to find them like a week ago and and that those the last four of the harry potter films i liked a lot once david yates starts directing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they became they became dramas with those those guys and those kids are really good actors i was telling my wife I'm like man those, i'm so impressed with those kids and, and we watched you're gonna... we did the harry potter reunion show on hbo oh. we did the hogwarts oh. trivia show with my my daughter as mm-hmm. well all this stuff was super cool man me and my wife made fun of the TV show. I mean, the the game show. We were like, "What?" It's like so many people don't have. They have no clue what the answer is. But then the crowd gives you points. It's like, come on, that's cheating. <laughs> Get out of well, here. It's also got to be tough, man, to be a contestant. If you had cameras on you asking you trivia questions, it could be like Raiders trivia, and you're gonna get it totally wrong, man. You know. I, I know. I'm just telling you. I I, I could not do shit on camera. <laughs> that's that's not my jam. I mean, just obvious. How many rings do they have? Oh, uh, uh, four. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But was, no, that reunion show was uh, was amazing. Just was to really see all, cool. all the actors yeah. and like watching them from. I mean, what was the first movie? Ninety nine, two thousand. It was like because it, it was a twenty year. It was a twenty year anniversary. Yeah, that's right. So it was twenty that's year right. anniversary since the first yeah. film. So like two thousand one. So yeah. So it was like you know two thousand one. I'm that's my first year in high school. So I don't uh, get into <laughs> Harry Potter until after I graduate in two thousand five. So but that's 15 years of kind of reading and growing up. And, and then of course, every Christmas and every holiday season, they want to play all the Harry Potter movies. So yeah, you force yourself to sit down and watch them oh, man, man. They, to look at like, to see what they look like and just reminiscing. No, cool. it, it was, they, it was they, cool. They all became really good actors. And there's like the, the like there's like the, the best English actors are in those films. So those kids got great lessons. Mm-hmm. They all turned Absolutely. out really cool. They all seemed pretty level headed. You know, it was really neat to see them. I mean, you really saw them grow up, and they all became really good actors. I was just so impressed. Yeah. I don't that doesn't happen too often. And and like for my daughter, she's all about Harry Potter. She's eleven and a half, and it's like it's like Star Wars for for that generation. Which I'm a huge Star Wars guy because that was the jam when I was a kid. You know, yeah. so like Book of Boba Fett's been told us. I am caught up on Star Wars shit always. It's Star Wars number one before comic books in my house, unfortunately. Really? So, so how are you Book liking Bo- Boba Fett? I like that show a lot. That first episode was a little goofy for me because I didn't need to see him escape the Sarlacc pit to get all stupid about it. I didn't need yeah. to see all the exposition. But um, once they got that stuff out of the way, I've really enjoyed it, man. And Fennec Shand is a great character. I love anything with that character. So super I cool. That. I didn't know that was cool. Mulan. I didn't know yeah. that. My yeah. wife's like, you know, that's that's the lady who voices Mulan. Said, no, it's not. I guess yeah. it is. 
It's like, what? Well, it's like, well, it's like Mandalorian and uh, Boba Fett and the Ahsoka Tana show that's coming and the Obi-Wan thing that's coming probably with Memorial Day this year. Uh, yeah. They're they're all totally great sequel live action sequels to Clone Wars and Rebels. Like and Clone Wars and Rebels are like the shit for me. Those are the best goddamn Star Wars cartoons ever. Like I love Rebels. Mm-hmm. That show's yeah. great. Oh, Do you think they're going to redeem now? Because this is the of course this is the uh, narrative that episodes one, two, and three are like the worst. Oh no, no not the worst, but. Um, they're not as well, they're better than uh, seven they're eight, better nine than, for me. <laughs> yes, they're better than seven, eight, nine, but they're obviously not four, five, and six. Do you think yeah. that these TV shows and where kind of how the era is, do you think it might redeem a little bit of it? You know, because because you, you would think that the cartoon would have done that, but now do you think the TV shows are going to? I don't know. I thought the cartoon did it for me because we we did all the Star Wars like from January last year till almost July. We did all the Star Wars cart movies, cartoons, films, everything in like super chronological order. Nice. Um, and uh, that made my daughter a huge Star Wars fan, so that was awesome. The only thing we don't like was Resistance. That ca- that cartoon kind of sucked. It didn't really do mm-hmm. much, although the animation was awesome. I love the way it looked. But um, we, we thought after getting through this, the Clone Wars cartoons before Rebels kicks off that it kind of fixes a lot of the problems with the prequels. Um, the only exception is as you watch the cartoons, you know, Anakin Skywalker goes from being a Padawan to being a kick-ass general – and then you get back from Attack of the Clones to Revenge of the Sith at the beginning, and he's not a general; he's just a like a he's he's like a guy without a post again. And so they kind of screwed up the continuity there. Mm-hmm. But man, it, it makes it so much like all the the drama between him and Ahsoka Tano that they did like the last season of uh, Clone Wars was so damn good, dude. It was it was awesome. So, Mark, what are you watching? <laughs> well, you know me, dude. Uh... <laughs> I'm not. You know what? I actually think that as much of um, streaming that I don't watch, I do kind of want to try to get into that Moon Knight when it comes out, <clears throat> just for some oh, yeah. reason because I, I'm reading the comic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you dropped it. I've been, uh, you know, kind of on the fence with it, but he's just kind of an interesting character. Don't know too much of him. Didn't really know, you know, too much about him at all till yeah. you know um mckay came in the kind of like restarted it and rebooted it but i'm kind of hearing you know that it's he could somewhat be a pretty big uh character going forward in the mcu um they kind of compared he's like kind of a batman or a daredevil yeah. type of character yeah. you know and um it, it kind of fits my style a little bit in you know type of you know heroes whatever villains that you that i accustom myself to but you know i'm excited for that one and um you know that I, I just don't get much into streaming man i wish that i could to talk to you you and sean more about it and obviously when we got the the guru the guru here and uh i'll <laughs> from treasure island but uh Man, uh, I'll probably get into that one. I'm, uh, uh, you know, you can hold me to it. I'll, I'll try. March thirtieth, I think it's coming out. So, oh, okay. I'll try to get into something. You know, you know me. I, I'll, I'll mess around and watch more of like a Woodstock '99 damn documentary <laughs> instead of like watching. You we know. just watched the. Um, it's on HBO, I think, or Netflix. It's the one about the donut, uh, the donut guy. The guy from Cambodia, and he gives like his whole story of how you know with the with the war, the Vietnam War, and then of course the Civil War. You know all the genocide happens, and he escapes and comes to California with his wife, and I think at the time they had three kids, and then just he built like an empire with purchasing all of these like like from 1970. Randy's donuts. Shoot. No, it was what was his name? His name is uh, Ted. Well, because you know. 
because he, he he changed his name when he came to the states. Um, but he but up and down the coast, it was ah oh, dang it, uh, DK or donuts or was that the ones that I think that's the popular one in Santa Monica. But he built like um, like seventy two stores in like a five or ten year span up and down you know uh, California and just like mm-hmm. literally like living the American dream. I think uh, was it uh, President Bush Senior gave him like a a, a medal like. Literally, oh, it was just like the you know, like the, like the American dream, like medals. Like you literally came here and had like fourteen cents in your pocket, and you built an empire. And then, of course, it goes. You know, obviously, there's a, a negative side to it. I won't give it away. I'll let you guys watch it, but it's unbelievable. And then he would only, um, uh, you know, sell these places. Like he would, he would kind of put up money and invest in all these little donut shops and give it to only Cambodian owners. So, mm-hmm. so literally that's why, uh, that's one of the reasons why, you know, like a lot of our local shops, they're like, like, that's what one of the reporters said who, like, I think he wrote a book on it and he goes literally like when you walk in your local town, like, what do you imagine when you walk into a, a, a donut shop? He's one of the reasons why you would imagine there's like, it's like an Asian owned, uh, mm. donut shop. And he's one of the reasons why, cause he made, he made everyone so much money. He made everyone so successful. And, uh, it was, it was an awesome, it was random. Oh, she put it on and I'm like, what are you watching? Oh, I just started. You want to sit down and watch? I was like, yeah, I can do a little bit of work on my laptop. And it was a great, I put my laptop down. I was like, I gotta watch this. <laughs> this is great. So yeah, I forgot what it's called, like Donut King or something. I'll yeah. shoot it to you guys later. But yeah, I think it's on Netflix or HBO. Great documentary. Thanks for bringing that Jeez. up, Mark. Like kind of, you know made me realize that that's cool i'm watching part of a three-hour documentary on shutter about folk horror which has been awesome we're about an hour <laughs> into that so far Damn, i'm all about dude. shutter tv shutter's my jam lately man it's awesome right isn't shutter TV, phantasm isn't... for like the 18th time man it's, i love it is, is shutter tv the one who does a lot of the actually i think it, this was the maybe the first year but the halloween haunts down at universal studios in orlando i think hmm. they where they themed a lot of different parts of the Halloween haunts or whatever on some of their episodes or shows or or, or whatever you know I'm not sure how they format it is it mm-hmm. like TV shows or just specific episodes of they, man they got everything it's it's I spent I did the year for sixty bucks and it's 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 kind of the best sixty bucks I've spent in years <laughs> it's got so nice. much shit there like we watched because uh, like, all the horror films film festivals are kind of canceled because of COVID so they got a an arrangement to air all the the premieres on Shutter TV which is why I subscribed. Oh, and there's cool. a Korean Korean exorcist film called Metamorphosis, which was phenomenal. I got Jenny watch with me now. She's hooked on Korean horror films. So, damn. How good? How what's what's going on? These, the Koreans are coming out with all this good stuff lately, huh? Well, it, it, we joke about it at home, right? Because uh, every it, Korean stuff is very popular, and so my daughter was kind of like, "What's up with that?" I was like, "People just finally woke up, man. I mean, I've been half Korean my entire life. <laughs> and, and Koreans, you know, <laughs> Korean's been like the cool thing." Lately, it's like all the Korean food has been, you know, uh, been looked at the last ten years, and Korean, Korean TV shows fusion. Look, yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> like you know, you, we, you know, especially as Americans, we're always looking for something cool and exotic, but not too cool or exotic, so we can kind of make fusion with it, like you said, and and Korean foods, it's you know, spicy, <laughs> right? and, spicy and savory. You know, you you, like, you got hey, spicy and sweet on some stuff, yeah. and spicy and savory, and it's good. It's like, hey, it's Korean, but it's barbecue. Yeah. Oh, that's the most common. Your your ears goes up. It's like, oh, (laughs) yeah. So that's like the new, but not new. I mean, who would have thought that the Koreans would have been killing it now? And you know, the barbecue game over Americans, they would have been killing it. And uh, it's just the marinade they use. I think everybody likes carbi or brokogi, which is sweet and and savory. So 
and then umami a lot of soy and then on top of that, they got like the w- number one like worldwide band in that BTS group right now. Are man. they number one, really? I think, right. dude, those guys right they're now they're one of the hottest bands. For they're sure, like yeah. one of the hottest. They brought they're bringing the whole boy band back, the boy band thing back, man. Too sexy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Bring Every it. time I hear, I just think <laughs> about that phone that I was talking to you about, that flip or the Samsung, mm-hmm. the fold, because mm-hmm. they're on that commercial. Well, I mean, I do not watch on the TV, but I hear boy band. I think like Backstreet's back, you know, like. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, but those that 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 group, they're pretty good, man. I mean, I, I, I know it's pop music in the world. Yeah. You know, right. even if it's just pop music. It's like people, oh, it's just pop music, and I, I feel that way because I'm not a pop music guy. But there's just a lot of good music. People want good entertainment, you know. And all these Speaking. companies want to deliver it too. That's why they're all competing with each other. Halo TV series here on Paramount Plus. Man, mm. like I've been hearing you such peace, good, you know. I've been hearing such good things about Paramount and Peacock actually too. So God, crazy too streaming. Channels, There's so man. many, Jesus. dude. Yeah. When yeah, are they gonna? I mean, at this point, if you at this point, Mark, if you still have like your you know dish, or you know if. You, it's it's gonna start to add up to like oh you know I got YouTube TV because I'm gonna save money on my Comcast okay mm-hmm. but you have Paramount Plus you have Discovery Plus because you need to watch your 600 pound life and thousand pound sisters you know and your 90 day fiance you have to watch those TV shows you know uh, your housewives are on Hulu you know you have to have your Netflix you have to have you know or if you have Apple TV so it's it all it all ends up being the same it's a wash they got you you know. I'm a, I'm a Nostradamus. This someone's gonna figure out a thing called like, let's just call it cable. It's gonna have everything in one fucking spot. It's gonna be awesome. You know, <laughs> like cable. Isn't that what I was telling you, Mike, on the last yeah. episode? I was like, we should like yeah. start a company where we like negotiate with these other companies, <laughs> like the Apple TVs, and mm-hmm. we can just like we'll be like we'll be a bundle company, pretty much like exactly like yeah. you said, like a yeah. cable company, dude. Oh my god, because it's just ridiculous. Password it for is. this, password for that, track <laughs> this, track that. Jesus, man, just give me one password where I can log in to all of my peacocks all my paramount pluses all my maxes exactly. we're talking yeah. like, go, like we're going back to the old school right we're going back <laughs> to 90s passwords where it's like password one two three god damn yeah. it like the simple stuff that everybody can hack yeah. and no one does any trouble with and then all of them have and then all of them have all these different um parameters right like some you can share up to these accounts mm-hmm. some you can't some you know what i mean it's just like jesus some like people YouTube. are I mean, if you're sharing with all the like the family members, like I think how you do, Mike, like your sister pays for a couple, your brother, your mom, everyone's paying for a couple. Netflix is going to (laughs) hear. No, but I mean, it's legal. It's not. I think like you're allowed to do that. You can share like family plans. They should have all that stuff, actually. Yeah. I mean, like with like, like with YouTube TV, like you're allowed up to five people on your family plan. So I think that's six people in total, but they don't have a plan where it's unlimited devices. So that's why I kept it at just me, Sean, and then my, my neighbor. Because if you go over three devices at once, it kicks somebody off. So why the hell <laughs> am I going to have six different uh, families on my plan and then half of us can't even watch anything if the other three are watching something on YouTube TV at once? So I kind of did away with like, okay, cool. I'm not paying 65. I'm paying like 21 you know, and change or whatever, $22 each, and then we'll go ahead and be fine with it because you know, I'll deal with it. I've never been kicked off before out of something because someone's watching <laughs> two screens at, in one household. So, 
Alex, by the way, Alex, yes, I, I want to give you a compliment because I can tell um, it's very, very different. The, that the camera? Yeah, the camera, dude. I was just going to say, nice. your video today compared to the videos that we've done with you in the past is clear as hell for that damn uh, front camera on that new it's Apple. The new, it's the new camera, yeah. It's badass, man. Oh, cool. Nice. I, I can't tell. So thanks. <laughs> thanks, I guess. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> if you watch it live later, you can see it. <laughs> Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's start. Let's get into some fire content with um, maybe a little bit of sports. Actually, funny story. That's why I said fire. Um, I changed my obviously I, I got a TV. That's no, I, I got <laughs> the fire department showed at my house because oh. I, I changed my phone number because I got a work phone. So I didn't on, on my simply safe. I didn't put that new number on there. So they're trying to call me because. Uh, you know, just something, uh, you know, smoky or whatever in the kitchen fire, or the, the smoke alarm goes off. I go over to my uh, little hub. I press the, um, the password to like turn off the alarm. I'm like, all right, cool. We're good to go. But they're trying to call me because you have to like give them a password or just to mm. make sure, Hey, like, are you okay? And they tried calling me twice. And then my wife's phone was away. So they called, try and called her twice. <laughs> and then, you know, six minutes later, the fire department, I was like, actually, yeah, that was pretty good response time. But uh, yeah, kind of embarrassing to, oh no, sorry. We just uh, burned something for dinner. And <laughs> it was just, I didn't have my updated phone number. So I oh, couldn't answer the phone. Say, yes, we're fine. We just burned dinner. Don't send the fire department. So yeah, well, a little embarrassing. A yeah. yeah, that is pretty embarrassing, dude. I know. I know. Thank you. You rolled the <laughs> trucks, Mike. You rolled the trucks. Yeah. You know so that, embarrassing. You know but you know what? I pay the extra money for them to respond. And I also pay the city that I live in an extra like $27 a year because of, of this probably this reason. Mm. They probably need to justify, you know, the cops or the fire department coming to your house for no apparent reason. So they're going to charge you like $27 a, uh, a year. Like you just put a check in the mail and mail it to the, you know. And Tracy, Tracy needs to have a fireman's ball. Just have a fireman's ball, Tracy. Yeah, I am telling you, dude, like when mm -hmm. the trucks, when the trucks get rolled at my job, that's why it's like if we it's called dump a building in my in my <laughs> line of work. When you dump a building and it happens, sometimes you're working, you forget to take the building offline, call the security and, you know, they mm. disconnect all the panels and whatnot. But, dude, I'm telling you, it's like you dump a building and you hear those trucks rolling. It's like, God. You just cost them because it's like I think it's like a thousand dollars just every time the truck rolls like straight up, you know, that they charge these corporations and whatnot. So it's well, just, think about it. They got to They got to load the truck. They got to Everybody's yeah. got to get dressed. And right? it's a the, frantic thing, too. You know, it's I not mean, like have, a nonchalant. Hey, because yeah, you know, they got walk up music. You need walk up music when you get ready for that kind of job, dude. It's all serious when it gets to that point, man. You know? Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. So let's all DMX and they're out the door real quick, you know? like Especially when they're getting a call <laughs> and it's like a 16, a 16 story, you know, building. You know, 16 oh, stories is pretty high, you know? That's considered yeah. high li uh, fire life and high rise safety. And they take, man, if they take that, like, that fire safety so serious, especially out in the city and everything. It's just wild. A lot of, a lot of tests you got to pass fire inspections and whatnot. So, oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, now that that embarrassing that story experience. is out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> let's get that out of the way. So let's get into a, a few sports. There's a few sports topic topics we want to get into. Um, first before the NFL, <clears throat> I wanted to talk about just cause the news rolled in today, uh, about the baseball hall of fame and oh, yeah. how, you know, kind of at this point it's kind of bogus you know now you know so david ortiz is the only player this year to get uh inducted into the hall of fame yeah i think with like 77 percent of course 
like everyone knows who pays attention a lick to the sport. He's was one of the guys who was connected with PEDs. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's saying, you know, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds, they don't get elected into the Hall of Fame. Their 10th and final year is now up. You know, mm-hmm. Mark McGuire is not getting into the Hall of Fame. And mm-hmm. so but you put him in. And so a lot of these articles are coming out and people are, you know, of course, saying things on social media. Alex, what do you think about all this? I mean, it, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I, I get I get where people are grumpy with Bonds and the steroids guys, but you can't erase the era. So I'm, I'm always torn on it. Um, yeah. I mean, Bonds does admit that he took steroids on the stands. If you read the court transcripts, he admits he took steroids. So I, I hate that argument that's like, oh, he didn't take it. He, he admits on the stand he took it. He didn't want to get in perjury trouble. Yeah. But you want these guys to apologize a little bit, right? Because it's not within the spirit of the, the game. You don't, not everybody's taking PEDs, just a select few. I mean, like, I'm always crushed because, I mean, you know, Bonds is easy to pick on, but we had Gagne pitching at him for the Dodgers and Gagne got pop taking steroids. And I hate, I hate it. I actually hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I never took steroids. It was available to me in high school as a, as playing sports, but I didn't take it because it was it causes problems for you. And I was like too too afraid to have any problems with that stuff. Yeah. But um, they're gonna have to do something because I think tons of guys were taking steroids in that era. I mean, we know it happened in football earlier. It happened in baseball a little bit later. And I mean, all those guys are just taking tons. I mean, you know, Sosa is gonna be coming up pretty soon. I think also for a vote, and I think he got popped what steroids skin whitening material and corking bats. I mean, it's like the, the hat trick, you know, like you, yeah. like you said, it was the era, you know, if you're going to put certain guys in that era that, you know, maybe weren't, you know, didn't come out and were proven that they did it, but, you know, kind of just have yeah. that whole aura around them. It's just kind of, if, if it's that era, it's like, you kind of, why not just have a place in the hall of fame for that era? Right. It's like, it is what it is. They're trying to like, just cancel that whole era. But you know, it was, I have that book. I re- Me too. Read what it is that? It's juiced, juiced by Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco is when he outs everyone. He, he was right. That's the thing about this is like, everything he says was true. Oh, is that the one that he came out with like three, four years ago or something oh, no, like this that? Is a long time ago. Uh, a little bit longer. Yeah. This is about ten or fifteen years ago. I mean, oh, but, really? I mean it's, it's you know, it's after the strike in '94. Guys are trying to get the long ball back, and and we were all there. I mean, I remember the strike; it sucked, but God, you know, it's tough. The, the the public at large was in love with the long ball. Yeah, especially 1998, the home run mm-hmm. race between Sosa and Bonds. Yep. You know, and the home run derby they had at Fenway Park in front of Ted Williams mm-hmm. wheeling him out in the chair. It's just a, it's just a historic, and what a great story. And then what. You know, like me as a fan, I was a little bit younger, but like we love to see that type of play happen. And then after when all of the court cases are happening, we're like, oh, no, we're quick to throw them at the, you know, to the stake and, and or, you know, take them and hang them. And now we're coming back again and saying, well, at the same time, like steroids doesn't help you hit the ball. You know, like I think a lot of them were taking steroids to like ensure that they were healthy, you know, to recover. A lot guys. quicker. I mean, God, look at Bonds' head grew so big. I, mean, like, oh, I know. I mean, I mean, the 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 size does grow, but like, I in juiced. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he says that there's a smart way of taking it. You know. Yeah. So, so, like, I would never take it. Well, I'm just saying. He's saying there's a smart way to take it. So now we're so so now we we as fans kind of flip flopped. You know, we loved it when we saw him playing. You know, breaking records, this breaking records, that, and now we and now we're you know 
trying to throw them to the wolves because of, oh, they're cheaters, they're cheaters. And then when they don't get in the Hall of Fame and you see guys like Pete Rose not getting in the Hall of Fame, you know, even though he bet on his team, you know, yeah. and then and then you see how they handled the Astros. It's like this past oh, calendar God, oh. year, the last two years have been unbelievable. And uh, like the hypocrite, like the these writers and the people who are have power, they are choosing when to be old school, when to be new school and to like kind of let things slide. And then they're like, nope, I'm holding on to this 30 year grudge against bonds. Cause he said something mean to me in 1992. Like I'm not voting for, you know, I don't know. It's just BS. It's a tough one, right? I mean, like I always remember bonds bringing his kid out and then making his kid cry and then telling the press, look at you and my kid cry. And I was like, no, I think you make <laughs> your kid cry, dude. But, no, he was an a-hole for sure. But it's tough, right? Like, I mean, the sports writers have a, their own vote and I think the hall of fame has its counterpart vote. So, so I think, I mean, yeah. the shitty, the shitty joke answers, you have a hall of shame where you put all these guys in it. <laughs> Pete Rose is the first inductee, of course, right? I think he got caught betting for and against his team in the second or third book. He talks about it briefly, right? So, yeah. but he was, he was also warned what repeatedly by the commissioner and was told, Hey man, if you do this and you get pop, we're going to ban you. And Pete Rose was like, I'll try that. Like it was Ray Fossey in the way, you know, he's like, I'll just barrel through that. And then he got caught on it. So it's tough, right? I, I'll just pull out all the mm-hmm. bad sports puns. Um, that's a bad one. Ray Fossey. Yeah. Ray Fossey is a good dude. R.I.P. I mean, Charlie Hustle. I, I, I admired him when I was a kid playing ball. I mean, we all wanted to be, you wanted to hit like Rod Carew or Sara O and steal bases like, you know, Ricky Anderson and, and hustle like Pete Rose. That was, that was like kind of what you want to do when I was a kid. Yeah. It's I tough. Mean, yeah. Cause it's, it, cause it sucks too. Cause he, cause they didn't take anything to, you know, enable them to get over 4,000, him to get over 4,000 hits, you know, like, I don't think anybody will ever with how the launch angle is and how often mm-hmm. they're striking out. No one will ever sniff the hits record. No one, oh, ever, no, way. Yeah. no one will ever sniff. Um, what, what is it? 162 stolen bases in a season. No mm-hmm. one is going to get close to that. Maybe half to Ricky yeah. Henderson. It's just, the game is just so different. And, oh, um, totally. Yeah, but I mean, as as far as going back to the Hall of Fame thing, I don't know. I mean, there should be, I don't know. Do you think there should be like a statute of of limitations? Like after like 20, 30, 40 years, like, all right, fine, you can go in there. I don't know. I mean, if you could put an asterisk next to Roger Maris's name, you could put an asterisk next to these guys and just kind of articulate what the situation in the era was, you know, saying Mm -hmm. like, hey, I mean, Bonds is the home run leader. Sure, nobody likes how he got there. You can make a note of that, but he's still the home run leader. It's a a weird one, though, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm always torn on it because I'm not a Bonds guy at all, being a Dodgers guy. But he he was a phenomenal hitter. I mean, that's the the easy thing to say is he was a 30-30 guy before he got probably started taking steroids because you see his body change. He was long and skinny once and a little lean. And uh, he was a tremendous athlete. His dad was a tremendous athlete. You know, it was always like, man, he probably didn't need to take all that shit. He probably could have just played the game straight and hit for another four to five years and gotten the home run record that way. Yeah, His voice changed too, huh? Yeah, I mean, apparently, I mean, like if Sylvester Stallone and Barry Bonds are to be looked at, the steroids and HGH are good for you. <laughs> like, those guys should be doing just fine with it. Yeah. I mean, Stallone's in crazy shape. I say this all the time, like, make make HGH legal. God damn it, Stallone looks awesome. <laughs> You're right. That's, that's that's the fountain of youth right there. Well, yeah, that's the other whatever, side. Whatever Jeff Bezos found, too, right now, that boy's ripped. <laughs> yeah, he got jacked, huh? <laughs> yeah, what happened there, man? That is that is Amazon Essentials uh, uh whey fiber or a whey protein mix, I think, or whatever. You know? Right. <laughs> but I mean that's the other side of it too. You could just say you could easily say, oh, screw it. Let them all do what they want. 
they all want to cheat, then then just make it legal. Well, that's you know? the thing. Like, let they, them kill they, themselves. You want them, you want them to all cheat, right? I mean, like, I, yeah. mean, I mean, it's 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 such a weird issue. It's such a weird like issue. Banging on trash about, right? cans and winning World Series, you know? That, that's that's <laughs> complete like that. horseshit, dude. Oh my god, I hate I hate the Astros for that stuff, right? I wanted to see them get in the series and get smoked personally, but. You got to think about You got to give them credit, though, dude. I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. I'm looking at Mike's face. You hate it. We, we hate Bro, you're like You're dog. always quick. Come on. Like, you want to root do- for Kelsey. You're a Raider fan. You want to say, oh, a- give Astros their credit. You're an A's fan. He's Come a on, Dodgers dude. fan. We're A's fans, dude. So we know. We understand. But I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. Do banging on the damn trash can. I mean, ah. Man. No, I mean, there's been other. I mean, there's all kinds of that stuff in baseball, right? All <laughs> kinds of that stuff. Was uh, Tony Larusa, right? When he coached the first time with the White Sox, they said he had mm-hmm. someone with binoculars in center field uh-huh. looking at the catcher signs mm-hmm. and then reporting mm-hmm. back. Like, yep. <laughs> what the we hell? Coming, we we come from NASCAR, also, man. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You know, it's <laughs> just uh, there's something in those cars every week, right? <laughs> it's just uh, we know how it is, dude. But uh, it's funny, well, dude. What what, what 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 was the little dude doing? Altuve, didn't he have like something on his chest, or that they well they had a clicker? It? I think they had the, clickers. they had the clicker, right? Something that would pulse like like a yeah. Morse code or something. Yeah. So they yeah, because that was the thing when he hit the home run, like he was like, don't like don't pull my like he was like right. don't pull That's this right. off, oh, like keep the yeah. keep my jersey on because you don't want to either. Yeah, it was something with the wire, like don't pull it he, off because so he's got a wire on him. He's working for yeah. Baltimore PD. He's, yeah. he's doing it. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> there he goes, the wire. <laughs> I see, like uh, when you're talking about the steroids thing too, a lot, I think a lot of guys like when Kenzeko started, they were taking steroids to recover faster, get a little yes. bit stronger, not not get too bulky, and then guys started taking like what Nardolone and some of those bodybuilding type steroids and got jacked. Yeah. Yeah, McGuire took, you know, he took it too far. You know, like him and Canseco were the original, you know, he they were the Bash brothers. They were sticking yeah. each other in the bathroom, you know. So I La think was helping, right. I'm pretty sure. And they're <laughs> real they're real big on checking the pitchers' hats and all that. Oh, BS. Yeah, dude. Do they yeah. do it all the time now? I'm like, oh my god, like, dude. You know, I don't like <laughs> who is, they should do that in the, the the dugout. I hate when they do it on the field. Like, man, yeah. who was the who was the pitcher? Know, was it yeah, was it Verlander? Like who he pulled down his pants like here we go. Scherzer? Scherzer. He's like, what's your foot? Oh, that was a side cough, you know? <laughs> I know, right? It was one oh, of them. Yeah, that's great. So Tony LaRusa helped Canseco and McGuire, and then uh, George W. Bush was shooting up, what, Juan Gonzalez, Rafael Palmero, and, and uh, Pudge Jesus. Rodriguez? <laughs> yeah. Was it and Pudge? And he was just uh, shooting fools. Um, no, Is that it? the it Rangers? Pudge, yeah, it was Rangers. Yeah. Pudge Rodriguez, yeah. Rafael Palmero, and um, Juan Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> Rafael Palmero. God, I've never seen him go back. I assure you, I did not take it. Does he? Does he own it? He does did he, too. Oh, he used he to did. own the Rangers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. And I think I also think he declared yeah, like, a lot of eminent domain to like steal <laughs> a bunch of land to build the stadium and shit. I swear to God, look it up. When he was governor, he stole a bunch of land to build that new stadium. Really? Eminent domained it, like you do. When was he the governor of Texas? Oh, a long time ago. Like in the early nineties, then. Like when I'm his dad, super like great, when his dad was president. History. Uh, well, uh, I don't want to uh, look it up. I don't want to look it up. I tell you. That guy's a terrible <laughs> president for me. Do it, Mike. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. Um, it's great. Uh, but then you guys, but then you had guys in that era, you, you know, you tell yourself, oh, he for sure didn't. Like Frank Thomas, he was big out the womb. No. Like he was just a big was boy. Cool. Like like Mo Vaughn. Remember Mo Vaughn? <laughs> Played for the I mean, Angels. Like, and a couple of teams. Like, and, 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 like, and, like, Ken Caminiti, definitely Prince Fielder. Oh, God, hell yeah. Oh, Prince yeah. Fielder, no. 
Yeah. <laughs> funniest story Dude, ever. It was awesome. Oh yeah, Kirby. The the funniest story ever was I was listening to Jim Rome because I, I was in a ki- I was a kid too, so it was a uh, Cecil Fielder was still playing, mm-hmm. and um, there was a report where you know Prince Fielder was like eleven or twelve, and he was hitting bombs in Tiger Stadium, like he was hitting it over the fence. And he, Jim Rome's like, man, somebody needs to mix in a salad for that kid, you know, like, cause I guess you, you know, he was a big boy. He goes and get that kid a salad and, and no broccoli flavored ice cream does not count. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I was on a road trip, like maybe to like oh, Reno man. or something, my family, and it was on there. I was like, Oh, that's messed up. Jim Rome. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Are you a fan? Slash Jim. Uh, not exactly, but I just remember the Chris slash Jim Everett fight, you know? Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> Like, don't, I just, don't I, challenge pitchers or quarterbacks to fist fights, dude. Their hand moves fast. Yeah. What's that? I mean, was, go ahead. Our first our first experience with Jim Rome was in Space Jam. Oh. Remember, he was a reporter on the TV when uh, Michael Jordan was uh, oh my God. striking. He goes, come on, get that guy a tennis racket. I had no idea yeah. who Jim Rome was. And, and then my dad told me who he was, you know, uh, but it was so long ago. But no, I, I, I sometimes tune in for the smack off. Sometimes those are kind of entertaining. But um, but yeah, no. Is he still doing it? Is he still on the radio? Yeah, no, he's on like CBS oh. Sports. So I think oh, I don't know it? if okay. they discontinued it, but I think he was uh, CBS Sports, and he was also kind of like Colin Cowherd, where they televised his mm. show too mm-hmm. on like the CBS Sports Network. So yeah, I mean, he's still going strong. I think Mark, do you like Jim Rome? You a Jim Rome guy? Yeah, I mean, he's a uh, he's a what do you call it? He's a gaucho. Yeah, he's he's a he's a gaucho yep. in and out from Santa. You see Santa Barbara? Yeah, I mean I like him, dude. I I follow him on Twitter. I don't I don't hmm. really pay attention. I mean I see some of his clips that he posts on Twitter and whatnot with a couple of athletes, and but I don't really listen to his podcast or tune into his show or nothing like that. Yeah. Is he on like is he on the radio, local radio? Do you know? Is he like on one I mean, of those like, AM channels or his? Um, let me see. What was I listening to him? We only Shoot. get Ray Ratto and Bruce. Oh God, no! I think he, I think he'd be on if CBS Sports had like a if 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 it's nationally you know on the radio, and then yeah. of course if he still has like a podcast, I think he he releases his shows in like podcast form, so you get kind of like a oh, you sure know, it's a three hour show, but you get he, here's an hour and hour and fifteen minutes of you still listen you should, to him? Me no, not anymore. No, not anymore. I you don't even listen to Bill Burr anymore. No, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, do you? I, I have a shorter commute, so it's like Bill Burr, the comedian. Mm. I love his podcast. Um, I listen. To, I, I listen to Vsin, and then every once in a while, I'll listen to, uh, to Michael Rappaport just because he talks shit mm. about everyone. It's just hilarious. Mm. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So let you let's listen do it. to you just huh? you, have to, you just listen to his podcast, dude. Yeah. He just talks crap about everybody. Oh, I, I, I oh, love I it. He'll, 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 talk, he talks dude. crap about everybody. He talks crap about it's mainly Trump. Yes, he's still just like <laughs> he just still does not stop with with Donald Trump. But he talks yeah, well as bottomless. So many, yeah, <laughs> right. But he just talks about, about he'll call him. You know, now it's like Sleepy Joe Biden and stuff. I mean, it, it, he's not. Uh, hey, hey, son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that, oh, Mike? I did. I, I think you sent me the. Um, oh. Uh, the, he called the, a reporter a son of a bitch. A meme. <laughs> but like, like, dude, dude, he's he turning no into Trump, dude. He's a son of a bitch. So. He's turning oh, into Trump, dude. 
Oh God. These are all like ancient ass old white men, dude. I mean, the perspective is very limited from he's there. Call, he's calling people out. I love it, dude. It's like oh, I gotta fights. admit, it's like grandpa dude. bitch slap fights. Hate hate know? Biden or hate Biden or love him. He's good. He's good entertainment, though, dude. You gotta admit, he's good for entertainment. I mean, but, so was so was George W. Bush. I'm sure you know. Reagan had his moments, of course. Nixon, I guess you know, you could God, say Obama was Obama was kind of straightforward, right? Like, yeah, Obama, Obama just Obama. Want, huh? I like Obama. That's my quarterback, man. <laughs> Obama, <laughs> my guy. Obama just wanted to make uh, what was it, March sixteenth uh, bracket picks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or oh, those were always 16th. the best. Yeah, uh, March Madness, March mm-hmm. March sixteenth. Uh, the only yeah. bad thing, the only bad thing you ever heard about Obama was when like his daughter would get caught partying, you know, like, mm. oh, yeah, she was caught with like a little joint at this festival or whatever. And oh, you know, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was that was like the biggest thing you would hear. And that might have been even after his presidency. I forget. But yeah, that was like the only bad thing, that, you know, any kind of drama that you had, you know, with uh, Barack Obama. But anyways, off the politics, I mean, let's get into the you know, NFL. I think we're going for entertaining. Arnold Schwarzenegger is my president. God damn it. If we're going to go That's for good. entertainers, change the Raw. No, the Raw, dude. Make Arnold. No, the not Raw. the Rock. La Piedra. He's Scorpion King. He fucked up already. He's a La Piedra. King. He's got bad judgment. The Scorpion no. King. We got Piedra. <laughs> no, dude. Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, I don't know why, but this video is cycling of him walking from – you know, inside of a building to outside being interviewed and someone threw an egg on him. Right. And then, Mm. you know, he's like wiping it off. And, and then his reaction was, you know, someone, some people might might get mad or call the person a POS or whatever. He goes, no, but that guy, he owes me bacon. You know, you can't have eggs without bacon. You know, it was just hilarious (laughs) reaction. You know, he just kept it, kept it like just straight and narrow, just political. Was that before, was that before or after he crashed with four other cars in Brentwood, California? Recently. Yeah, he had that bad crash about two days ago. Or day two ago, days ago, yeah. yeah. Oh, you getting back crash? I tried he, to he not stop. Drove his car over a Prius, but he's also like a seventy-year-old ancient white man, dude. Those guys should not be driving. You know, yeah, I'm Austrian. Austrian. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger got in an accident in Brentwood. Yeah, not. Uh, I think so. Yeah, not that Brentwood. Brentwood Southern oh. California, Brentwood. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> In the Brentwood where OJ Simpson used to live. <laughs> oh, okay. He drove it over a Prius. What was he driving it? Ford F three fifty. No, he's like driving a uh, see, some GM, I think, some jacked up GM or something. Just you know? Please bring this asshole back for another freaking Turbo Man, dude. Please, <laughs> no, Jake, I love, Jake you love Turbo way. Man. Please, Where's Jake dude. Lloyd. We need Jake Lloyd to come back with his bring son. What's, gonna... Bring bring what's his name back too? Wait, Sinbad? Sinbad? Did he <laughs> no. die? I don't know. No. I don't okay. think so. Dude, so many no. people. I can't even keep track these days, dude. I was like, does Sinbad pass away? No kidding, yeah. dude. You know, it was weird. This is like kind of like, oh, we're going to hell or whatever. But at work, they give us like box lunches. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> the hot lunch on the day that Meatloaf died was oh, Meatloaf no. and mashed potatoes. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, Terrible. oh man, this is, I, I'm going to hell for this, but like I <laughs> poured a out dude. a scoop of my mashed potatoes and I put in my garbage, like, you know, this is one's for meatloaf or whatever. Like, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> like I'm going to hell for this one. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's the no name of the Mike. episode right there. This one's for meatloaf. <laughs> right. But um, Sinbad, 65 years old from Benton Harbor, Michigan, born in yeah. 1956. There he is, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. He was the damn. He was a damn male man on that damn movie. That movie's That's right. Great. That movie. I watched. Right. I watched this Christmas season. I did because Arnold. Yeah. 
I was all home alone the whole Christmas season. My daughter got into it. She, you You know, watched that too. Yeah, (laughs) she she got exposed to Joe Burrow in the movie. Freaking little Kevin McAllister ass. (laughs) I don't know. Derek Carr is Marv. (laughs) Let me, since we're on sports real quick, let me just tell uh, Alex, get off (laughs) all these movies and stuff. Alex, think about Joe Burrow's journey, dude. I've bet against this guy so many times. I bet against him last weekend, got burned because Ryan Tannenhill's a piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> dude, Ryan Tannenhill, $100 million, $100 million, dude. The other team gets the other quarterback gets sacked nine times. You can't win the right. game. I mean, you had a bye week. That's how you prepare. I mean, right. both teams that had a both, bye week lost. You know, what I a, know. What I a know. joke, you know, and just, um, but anyway, Joe Burrow. The guy, listen to his story. I know you don't pay attention to like college basket or college football. The guy grows up in south southeastern Cincinnati, right? Good, fo- oh, okay, know, decent, decent football player. You know, call, uh, uh, high school. You know, pretty good. Obviously, he was decent enough and to get drafted or not. I don't know if not drafted, but I don't know if he got accepted to. But I think he ended up at Ohio State. Don't exactly quote me on this. this. Is like drunk history now. It's like drunk football history. No, but no, 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 no. Seriously, <laughs> and then seriously. he killed the guy. He went to Ohio State for like a year, but I guess he didn't cut it there. Cause big school, okay. you know. Go, go ends up going to LSU. So yeah, obviously he's good if he ends up at LSU. Wins the championship at LSU, the national championship against Bama. Gets drafted by basically his hometown team from Southwestern oh. Cincinnati. Right, goes there, busts his ACL, you know, comes back, and now he's in the, you know, championship game. It's crazy. He's a quarterback. What, he's what a really a, good quarterback dude, too, dude. I cannot. Little Kevin McAllister, little Macaulay Culkin looking kid. Every time I bet against him, dude, I lose, <laughs> including that national championship. I remember putting mm. big money on Bama. And this dude, he just annihilated Bama. He, dude, he's just he's got that swag, man. He's got the look. He's got, you know, he's got the de- demeanor. He got that cigar and all the mm-hmm. damn little videos. The kids just got it going on, man. And oh, gross. I don't know. So I'm hearing and, I'm hearing you should vote. You should bet with him this weekend is what I'm hearing. Oh, like, uh, it's scary, though, because if they you can get seven the, and a half, if you can get seven and a half, if you can get an extra half a point. I'd probably need like nine, ten. Kansas City's a damn machine, dude. Kansas take, City's a yeah. Take the over in that game. Take the over. I oh, think they yeah, hit yeah. the over like yeah. seven straight games. I think the, Kansas City's good to the over except for a couple, a little stretch in the middle of the season, but outside that, that they're always good to the over. But everyone played like ass at one point. Like Buffalo played like ass at mm-hmm. at, at a certain point. Um, Kansas City Just had like the not one. Not Miami, sir. Seven in a row both ways. And the Miguel, coach still got fired. <laughs> I know you don't want to hear this, brother, but in the AFC, we got to do something because us as Raider uh-huh. fans, look, we got Herbert <laughs> up and coming. We were just talking about this before you came on. Mahomes yep. isn't going any away. Going away. Burrow's not going away, dude. I mean, dude. Josh Allen. Oh, God. Josh and Allen. Josh Allen's a great rec- quarterback. And, like, no offense, sometimes I like to rag on him, but. Lamar Jackson's fine oh, too. The other dude mm-hmm. at New England, Mac Jones. Oh my Mac God. Jones. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and just imagine it, and just imagine if he gets like a you know a, a coach that he respects and a, and a team around him. Trevor Lawrence, you know, like don't count him out mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. It's only one year, you know. Hopefully, he doesn't turn into like a Josh Rosen. I mean, I know Rosen wasn't a first pick, but mood Rosen. What a what a sad story that kid had. You know, he went to Maybe Arizona. 
Dude, he know he went to Arizona, right? He got drafted by Arizona. He played at UCLA. He was a decent, manageable quarterback at UCLA. Gets drafted mm-hmm. by Arizona. Goes to Arizona. Arizona, I think, switches coaches. Brings in this Big Twelve coach that was on, you know, Texas Tech or whatever. And now this dude likes to see Kyler Murray. Drafts Kyler Murray. So they basically uh, yeah. like drafted quarterbacks back to back. Just yeah, throws back to back first, like. You know, it was yeah. like top. I think Rosen was like 10th overall. And then yeah. Kyler Murray was number one overall pick. So he's like, no, yeah. I'm getting my guy. Like no so matter what. He got, so his, was... guy. He got his guy. The <laughs> poor dude went to the poor dude went to freaking Miami. And then the next year, Miami got their guy in Tua. Oh God, so Tua. he just got left in the wind, dude. I mean, what a yeah. poor, poor career, dude. I mean, the guy doesn't deserve that. He deserves better. Yeah. But, uh, but. If no one knows, I think I, we just mentioned it, but Alex, you're a Rams fan, so congrats to your Rams on on beating. It was a very scary, very scary win. Barely but, beating the Tampa Bay's, but, the Tampa, yeah. the Tom Brady's, <laughs> the Tom, but the yeah, the TB, the the TB TBs. But yeah. um, but what a what what a wonderful weekend in football. Three game win, three game winning, uh, buzzer beating field goals, and then uh, a touchdown in OT, which. You know, do we God. do we change do we do we change the rules there? I mean, do we want to morph it to more towards college? I don't know. I mean, I'm of two opinions, right? I like the hey, if you don't want us to score, stop us. I like that a lot because it is a defense league. But I do yeah. like maybe start them on the, the what the ten or the fifteen or the twenty, like a college game, and they each get a shot or something until someone doesn't. That would yeah. be more fun since we're in a league that prioritizes points over anything else or points where player safety or integrity of the game god damn it you know but uh you would think they had fun. another game fun the end of that game was wild for the buffalo casey game that was i've never seen anything like it, it was i was out, out of control i was I, w- I was not at home at the time so when i came back i was like wait a minute they score with this much time and wait they had yeah, 13 yeah. wait they well, and they had 13 seconds left what the hell happened and 20, sure enough it was 20, just, 25 points combined in the last two minutes bro Oh, they said Patrick Mahomes threw in the last two minutes of the game. He threw for like 172 yards or something in the last Test two minutes piss. of the game. That's crazy. Test his piss. Test his piss. I'm just putting that out there. Huh? Test his said, piss, man. Test his piss. Make him pee. Oh, dude. Yeah. Did you see that sidearm that he did? Like, how does he throw yeah. with that type of ink? Dude, the guy is just, dude. Oh, my God. No, he he's he's something else. Um. Like before you came on, Mike and I were talking, and I was like, "Man, I was kind of—I I, I would like Jim Harbaugh to go to the Raiders, as as provocative a choice that would be." Um, and I want him to keep Derek Carr. God damn it! They need to split that team up, dude. They need that—the uh, Raiders need to get that damn offensive coordinator, that Eric Bieniemy or whatever the hell his mm. name is, dude. Mm-hmm, yeah, get his ass. He get, should be a head coach somewhere. Yeah, yeah, in Vegas. Oh, yeah. oh, me and Obersaki. Yeah, I, I don't you, know gotcha. about it. I mean, I don't know. The Raiders, I mean, I don't know, dude. I know you guys don't like them, but the Niners play damn good ball, dude. Shanahan's oh, got them working. Great ball, dude. No, they dude. great ball. I'm not going to say they suck. Of course they don't suck. But Obviously, geez. they're in the NFC Who's Championship that? game. Who took over for Salah, not, uh, the defensive coordinator? They got a new uh, coordinator there. Jamaica What's his Ryan? Dude, that dude's he's pretty damn good, too. Well, they, they drafted very well for the defense. Is this the, well, yeah, you, you have good players. I mean, that's the, the Shanahan yeah. tree, right? Isn't Shanahan? Yeah. This is like Shanahan's just getting his guys from when he came up the ranks, right? And just dude. went in Washington, so and then yeah. he's a great coach. I, I mean, as much as 
I'm a Rams guy, but I acknowledge he's a great coach. That team plays great football. They're a, they're a bully team. They whoop people up. Like Philadelphia is doing the same thing towards any other. You can run the ball over you and beat you up on defense. And, could, and the Niners are very good, man. How old school was that? At Lambeau, they do it again like they did with Kaepernick yeah. and Harbaugh a couple years yeah. back going in there, I think, to win, to go. I think it was it the divisional. or Yeah, I think it was a divisional Something, round. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was the championship. I can't remember. God, I mean, yeah. It, uh, I think well, it was I mean, the divisional. They've like, done it Kaepernick twice. All over him. Yeah. They've done it, yeah, they've done it twice in the last couple of years that they go into Lambeau in crappy conditions. They get they're, the win to propel themselves. every time. Aaron Rodgers cursed himself. You know, that whole, they're going to mm-hmm. regret not drafting me. It's like, oh, really? We're going to beat you every time like a wet blanket. You know. And then, yeah. this, and then this time, they don't even get an offensive point. And they win the game. I know. I know. No, Two, that was a great game. Three field goals and a and a block punt, dude. That block punt, what a what an oh, yeah. amazing what an amazing turn of events in a football game. Like them or hate the last four minutes, right? All turned around in that game. Dude, it was great, dude. Well, that's why I said at yeah. halftime. I, I told my wife. I told my wife it was what it was only seven zero because they blocked the field goal. Mm-hmm. They were about to go down ten zero, and mm-hmm. I, I told my wife I was like, look at the score. They have negative yards total, yeah. and you're only down by seven points. That's exactly the conversation that the coach is going to have inside the locker room right now. They're oh, going to yeah. come out. They're going to go ahead and adjust. And they didn't get, of course, they didn't get the first down until Kittle's like circus catch, like one hand, like midway through the third quarter. They still didn't have positive yards until that point, and they still won. They kept it close, and they knew that we and had it pl- kills you inside. It kills oh, Mikey. Of <laughs> well, no, I mean it's tough to watch, but they're a well coached team. They they don't. I I I think they're I think they're a very good football team. Are you man. scared of them on Sunday? Of course, we haven't beat them in like four years, dude. It's ridiculous. That's why I like you. That's why I like the Rams, dude. I just no, think... we have to. We have to beat. It's like a desperation game at this point, right? They got to stink off somehow. I so my buddy sent me a, a a a stat the other day. I think he said that no team has ever won like four straight road games to go into a, a playoff or to go into a Super Bowl. So that would be the Rams on the road. That would be Dallas on the road, Green Bay on the road, and then and LA Rams again. on the road again and, mm-hmm. and made a Super Bowl. It's never so, it's never happened. So well, put so, that in the ether. It's going to happen. Then you talk about it like that. It's not going to happen. I mean, dude, I, I've been – dude, I said this the minute it was happening because my I, I actually got my buddy – he was all about the Rams all week. And I even told you on Friday, I was like, I like the Rams, dude. And changed, I, was nervous. I changed my mind. <laughs> Tom Brady will do that to you. I changed my mind, right? Which, I mean, at the end, it almost looked like it was going to come to fruition, right? My pick yes. was going to be, you know, right. So I changed my mind. I got my buddy to roll with me, too. And he's just pissed off the whole like second quarter. I'm like, buddy, it's a long game. Relax, relax, right? So, you know, dude. I was per- I was kind of upset about that, but I told him I was like, dude, just who cares? Because we already know what the recipe is. If the Rams end up winning this game, we're gonna drop the house on the Rams because I think that just to beat a team three times in a season, although it's, it's been done more times than it hasn't been done. <laughs> oh God, holding the stats. With I know, <laughs> I know. Trust me, but I just think that with. These type of teams, the way and because this is you know history. I'm talking about mm-hmm. like years and years. The way the game is played now, I think that those stats could be you know it could be start leveling out a little bit, returning to the means of average, you know. But basically, dude, I I think that what the Rams have at stake, knowing that they can be not 
this, you know, the second team in as many years to go play the yep. Super Bowl in their own stadium. Mm-hmm. And think about it. If they, if, you know, if they win the Super Bowl, they don't even have to do anything. They get to relax right. at home and just play in their own stadium. There is going to be so much incentive, so much practice. I just think that, I don't know. Stafford's been playing great. Both quarterbacks are kind of obviously prone to be able to make a mistake. Which mm-hmm. one's not? The defense of the Niners is scary. The defense mm-hmm. of the Rams got awesome athletes and talent on that side. It's just, dude, I yeah. really don't know what to do. I was, I think, I was telling my buddy, dude, take San Francisco 49ers plus four and the Rams money line, dude. Maybe it Rams lands on three and we middle it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I, mean, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You have to look at the, you have to look at the defense, like the line play, because both secondaries. Mm-hmm. Are below average. So what about how about the Rams? Teams? The Rams being the Rams arguably being one of the worst secondaries in the league. So who whoever whoever can get to the quarterback, you know, better, you know, yeah. is going to be. I think it's going to be the difference in the game. Whoever plays well in the defense, if they put Garoppolo on the ass a bunch on his ass a bunch of times, or if Bosa and Warner and all those mm-hmm. guys put Stafford on his ass and give him no time, and they kind of cause him to make mistakes, then I think that's going to be the difference in the game. I think both defensive lines are good. I think the linebackers are better in San Francisco, and I think their their corners are softer than ours. But they better put Jalen Ramsey on Debo Samuel or Kittle. It's got to be a quick swap to those two guys. I mean, it, I don't know how they're going to draw it up, but the the Niners are dangerous, dude. They run the ball so well. I think they run the ball for like 240 yards on average against the Rams. Is Weddle going to hold up? No, but we don't need him to. Uh, <laughs> I, that's a weird addition to the team. I'm so surprised he came back mm-hmm. like that. Uh, yeah. That was a weird one. But he um, can win a ring. That's why he came. Yeah, back. for sure, for sure. But I mean, God, two years out of the league, man. I mean, but what a story that would be! All the picks you guys give up. The poor guy has his whole career in Detroit. Can't win a playoff game. You know, we know he's got the talent. Everybody knows it. McVeigh knows it. He does the trade. They come over. You know, they 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 get into the Super Bowl the year that is played there at their stadium. That's crazy. It's never happened. Oh, it's totally ever. crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, never happened it. ever, and it looks like it could possibly happen two that's gonna years make, in a row. It's going to make Jared Goff absolutely sick. And that's what and, this, and, and that's what Super I told Bowl. and that's what I told Mike. I was like, when's the when's the Super Bowl in Las Vegas? Because <laughs> the Raiders uh, better next be year, playing but in two Ra- years, I think. The Raiders better be uh, playing very soon. Very soon. Yeah, but I mean, dude, I mean, Goff got him to a Super Bowl, though. Totally. You know, I'm not a, I told you before, I, I'm not a Goff hater, but I mean, Stafford threw 41 touchdowns this year, and I think it took Goff two and a half seasons to get to 41 touchdowns thrown, and that's why they pulled the trigger on that. To me, like I said before, it's a little desperate. He's Brett Favre Jr., dude. He's going to throw the ball in a lot of tight windows and have it picked on occasion. And we saw that with that stretch of four games with eight picks. That was terrible, right? You got to clean that. How many picks? Yeah, really clean it up. That stretch had like, I think that was like four picks, four, six. One per game. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Hey, he's like he's he's like a Jameis Winston man. He's just so electrifying. You never know what you're gonna get out of him. Wasn't Jameis Winston the first guy to enter the thirty thirty club? Thirty yes, touchdowns, yeah. thirty picks. Yeah. And then, he had, then he had eye surgery the season after and cleaned that up. Right? <laughs> that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, crab legs. Crab. Legs. No, the Rams. We got. I mean, it's with Cooper Cup. Odell Beckham Jr. and Higby, that's a, and, and Jefferson even, right? I'll throw him in the mix too. That's a really tough group of receivers to cover. I mean, Cooper Cup has to draw two. Don't which forget means Odell about Beckham Jr. should be single coverage, right? 
Don't forget about the other tight end. He actually caught that first touchdown for the game, didn't he? It wasn't yeah. Higby. It was the other tight end. So, I mean, if they can throw him in the mix, too. Yeah, he uh, – God, what is this? Blanton, even, Joe Blanton. He, he, he does not play that many snaps, though. That was just a goal line situation. He's, he's in a short yardage situation. But it's tough. It's tough. It's going to be yeah. a grudge match, dude. I'm super nervous about it. But I, I this is the, the matchup I wanted big time because the Rams have to get past the Niners. Your thoughts on uh, L.A. trying to hold back selling tickets to the Niners fans <laughs> up here in the Bay Area? I'm all for it. Seattle does it to Niners fans every time, and no one bitches about it. I mean, it's not the only, they're not the only teams that do it. Um, it's true. You know, whatever, whatever. I mean, I I got no skin in the game. It's, it's something to complain about for sure. But I'm sure <laughs> if the you know, the Niners will do it at some point too. Once they once they start worrying about selling out their their stadium, why don't you get tickets and well. go? Why don't you get tick? Are you getting tickets to the Super Bowl if they make it? No, it's crazy expensive, dude. Oh my god, oh, I'd love to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. it's like thousands of dollars, dude. Like that's yeah, it's probably it's, that's crazy. It, you know what? And it's probably like, uh, like you want to play at Pebble Beach. You have to get a foursome. You have to like buy a. Uh, you have to stay at one of the resorts. It's probably like one of those all inclusive things. You can't just I get know, a ticket. I know, to like stay I know a, a couple hotel. people that have been to Super Bowls. My buddy, my old buddy that I worked with, went to like two Super Bowls. I know somebody that I think I. I well, yeah, I do know somebody awesome. that went. I know somebody that went to the Raiders Super Bowl. Here's your $20 Super Bowl. I want $20 beer. You know, come on. I want to have that experience. Yeah, but I mean, dude, Mike, would you $85 go? $85 parking. Mike, would I, Raiders, would I play a, Raiders play a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. They make it that year. How much are you uh, putting on the credit card to make it out to Sin City? <laughs> oh, man. Um, honestly. What's your limit? Um, I don't know. 2000 3,000? Wow. Yeah. So you'll be watching it on your couch, brother. You'll be watching it on your couch. Hey, take that 2,000. Uh, watch it from your couch. Put a $2,000 bet on them that they win. Hopefully no. they do. Hey, the next no. the next, the next year, you got 4,000. Bring that bankroll up. Hopefully they make it again, and there you go, dude. But, no, I'll, I'll save the two grand, and then I'll pay. I'll, then I'll spend like a I'm, couple hundred bucks on like if they win, I'll get a flag and the hat and the hoodie and the, stuff. <laughs> That's it. If the Raiders are a home team in the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, which will probably never happen. Come on, let's be realistic here. But dude, I would the, go. The, like, I don't. Think I would you could go ever Vegas. get a ticket for two thousand dollars, dude. Yeah, no, but I would. I, I mean, I would go. Like, wouldn't you at least go and oh, be in yeah. Vegas for be in Vegas, like going for a fight or something? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Just the atmosphere, the atmosphere, huh? Yeah, it would be okay. Awesome, so let's talk dude. about these oh games God. real quick. Um, yes. so obviously, I, I I don't know who we're picking. Um, Mark, you have the Rams. Alex, if you were, you know, if, if you're putting your hard-earned money on this, who where are you going? I'm totally picking the Rams. I've been a homer all season. They, I I've won a bit of good money lately on the Rams. No, but you, the line, the line, we're talking lines here. You know, oh, that's the, the line. I, what is, is you, it? You is know, it four points? We know that the line is the great equalizer here. I mean, I think the Rams could, I think the Rams might pull off this close win, but if it's over, if it's over three, I'm taking the Niners to keep it close, to keep it close. But I'm going to be completely, the Rams are going to win in a huge upset. They're going to, they're going to be able to dominate early in the first half and keep the screws in on the second half. I'm going to, I'm going to say it's going to go big over a score. Oh, over under. Because it's personal. That over under is kind of low here. What 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 what, What would you say the over under would be? Forty-three and a half. No, that's too low. Forty-six. 
okay. It's over, I, 50, I, it's over 50 for the Chiefs, right? Yeah, 54 and a half. I would have thought that this oh, night, right? I'd still take that. <laughs> I'd still take I'll still go over. over, yeah. They're going to score yeah. like 85 points in that fucking game, dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. The Bengals and the Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Remember, like, remember the Rams and Chiefs? Few, like, the, Jared Goff and Mahomes went off, and they scored like 105 points in that game. It's going to be. Mm-hmm. It, it could happen, dude. It could happen. But the Chiefs. Like, don't you think the Chiefs' defense is decent, though? They're they they're, are. But I mean, the backside is. I mean, you saw the backside of that defense get taken advantage of like crazy into that game. But that's because so they lost. What's his name? Honey Badger. That's right. I that's knew right. that was going to happen once they lost Tyron Matthew or whatever the hell. It is. Joe Burrow's, he's he's going to power up on Skyline Chili, which is just spaghetti with chili on top. He's going to be ready to go, dude. He's doing yeah, it. Dude. I mean, and, and that's the thing, too. Like the Chiefs scored all those points and the and Bengals defense is worse than the Bills. So, yeah, it should be porous. I think they'll let there'll be a few scores in that game. Maybe, maybe we'll get to like 50 in the first half. You know, like <laughs> Joe Burrow and, and Mahomes are going to have to get taken out of the game for it to go under, I think. I'll yeah. do a I'll do a teaser. Give me the Niners plus nine and a half. Give me the Bengals plus thirteen. Or actually, Ooh. no, I take that back. Give me the Chiefs minus one. <laughs> That's scary. Okay. That's you're just saying that you're just telling you're just saying that they're gonna just gonna win. Yeah. You really think Give the Bengals the have a chance minus to win? One and the Niners plus nine and a half. Hmm. I like that. Pretty one. good teaser there, dude. Yeah. I say there's no way that Cincinnati wins, but I'm totally wrong, probably. But uh, mm. it feels like Kansas City should just smoke through that game to me. But Kansas City, seen... they are, Cincinnati already beat Kansas City this year. Oh, I know, I know. But I mean, I, I thought before, you know, Tampa Bay that's, lost to us. It was going to be the rematch of the Super Bowl last year. Like I thought, KC Tampa Bay for sure. That's the worst thing. That's the worst thing that uh, that since he has going for them going into this game this weekend is actually that they already beat Kansas City this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they wouldn't have beat Kansas City this year, I think that they probably would have had a better chance. But who Kansas City is going to be mad? Well, no, yeah. I mean, but you got what Mixon, you got Chase and Burrow. That's a those guys are all potent, man. Ty then, Hig- or T Higgins. Yeah, Boy, yeah, 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 yeah. And Tyree kills, kills so damn fast, man. The guy gets the ball. He's gone. I mean, the Kansas City's team speed is just ridiculous, man. They're Kansas so C- fast on the field. Kansas City 49ers rematch? Oof. I, I uh, you know, Oof. I mean, God, Cincinnati 49ers rematch. They have history together, too, right? So Yeah, they, yeah, they played twice. That yeah. was actually, dude, I think that, I think I saw a stat on that today, actually. That was the most watched television event of ever i think or one of them like it was like wow, some, crazy. that super bowl with the Bengals and the niners mm. for some reason it was the the ratings or whatever on that telecast it was the halftime about. entertainment it was like I'm I'm sure. been, can't miss halftime show like the one that like the one it was this either year. it was either michael jackson or a marching band <laughs> That was like the that was like the first like what twenty years of Super Bowls. It was like, all right, we have the uh, you know the Grambling State the marching yeah. band, and then Michael the Jackson Rockets, the, the Rockets, great, the Rockets, Rockets are great. The Rockets, I think, nineteen eighty eight Super Bowl. It was in nineteen eighty eight, right? The year that they played that Super Bowl, they played twice. So. Oh, they played twice. Yeah, yeah they played yeah. twice. Eighty eight was the last one, I think. Oh, yeah. they played earlier in the in the decade. When they played, um, they played Miami and Cincinnati, and they played Cincinnati again. And then the very next year, like in 89, 90, they played Denver, 
And then they beat the Chargers in like the mid-90s, 94, 95, the Niners. They smoked the Chargers that game. That was over the first pass of that game. My dad to this day, it's part. It's probably half because he's such a Niner hater, but he goes, that San Diego Chargers team was the worst Super Bowl <laughs> team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> what was it? Like, they were Neil O'Donnell, like Neil O'Donnell was their quarterback. Yep. Yeah. So no, that, there's that first pass of Jerry, Jerry Rice took it to the house. It's like, oh, my God, this game's already ridiculous, man. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I missed all the Raiders Super Bowls, but thank God I missed all the Niner ones, too. <laughs> I mean, because that was. Miss, uh, well, you I mean, didn't I miss the Raiders getting beat by Tampa. That's. Oh, hell no, I didn't. That's, Are you watching the 30 for 30 with uh, Charles Woodson and uh, Tom Brady on the tuck no. roll? Oh, no, but that was a total fumble, man. My wife recognized it immediately when it happened. Everybody, everybody well, yeah. knew that. But he admits it now, and he'll probably sure. say the same thing in the 30 for 30, but just to see those two guys retired mm-hmm. Hall of – well, not Brady yet, but those two guys, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer sitting on a couch and just mm-hmm. shooting the shit about something that happened 20 years ago, uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be gross, but it's going to be – I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to hate it, Mike. Don't watch it. All those feelings of me just sitting, me, and my brother, my dad, just sitting there for like 20 minutes after the game was over and just staring at the ceiling. Yeah. That was the day no, that, that was... my dad, that was the day that my dad, uh, the last nickel bet on football was that day for him. He said it's a, it's hmm. a, it's a conspiracy against the Raiders. It's set <laughs> up. Um, he had a like 30 year old, like football pool where all of his friends and neighbors came over with a sheet of paper, um, picking um you know mm-hmm. winners and losers and then he had had the side bet so like let's just say the um let's just let's just say this uh let's say the jaguars are playing the chiefs you would put 15 on there because that's like the most points you want to put up against and then like the hardest matchup niners and rams you put a one and then whoever mm. had the most points would be like the side bet he legit had like a big binder and he hand wrote all the results like it was mm. like mind-blowing to what he could do on a computer nowadays but he he won't do it he won't do it ever again because of that game so i was heartbroken i was so excited it was gonna be rams raiders that year and i was like man that's the best oh yeah that's right yeah because the yeah because the uh the raiders would have the raiders and the patriots either one they would have kicked the shit out of the uh steelers in the afc championship game in pittsburgh Mm. it it was it it was easy Uh, oh man i i I mean yeah that was obviously i mean they changed the rule what Recently, again, too, of course, because they all know it was a fumble and some horseshit. I mean, and then don't get me started on like the rabbit hole and the trajectory of of Tom Brady's career and what could have happened if they lost that game. You know, that's that's the multiverse, Mike. You can't go there. Oh man, <laughs> just just like you know. Oh my God, I didn't want to. I didn't want to start with like how Drew Bledsoe he might have then started the next year, and then you know the Patriots then mm-hmm. dump Tom Brady. He goes to another team, but they're not as good. He doesn't get Bill Belichick, so he doesn't become the. Uh, oh God. No, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe is president in that universe. We we can't go there, right? He was the, <laughs> president. He won, he, he won in two thousand one after nine nine eleven. He was the Patriots Super Bowl on record. He went they went five straight. He becomes president. Drew Bledsoe. We don't go to that universe, man. It's terrible. Oh man, yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> but I do like your teaser, Mark. Um, the, the Niners. If I can get a big number, Chiefs bring it down. I do. I, I do like that. Because I think it'll be a close. I think the obviously the Niners and Rams are more likely to be a closer game than the Chiefs. I'm telling you, that's a blowout game. It's either going to be huge Niners or huge Rams because they fucking hate each other. But I'm just going to put that out there. It's going to be All a right. big lopsided game. Put it on the board then. It's well, sir, um, I want you to in a couple weeks if the Rams do make it to the Super Bowl, I want you back on like you know after the week the week of Super Bowl. 
like our week of sure, Super Bowl, sure. come back on the show and then we'll have a, uh, a Super Bowl preview show with you with the Rams fan. Let's do that. Let's do that. All right, cool. I can do that. Mark, anything else? I think I'm good. I think uh, championship weekend is set. Good luck to all the teams. Yeah. I mean, fine print. I hope the Niners lose, but no, I'm kidding. No, let's go Bengals. Like Bengals Rams is better than Bengals or Rams Chiefs for sure. <laughs> Ram, dude, if Bengals do it with Burrow, what a story. I don't know oh, if I can, totally agree. I don't know if I could go against them in the Super Bowl, dude. That's why I'm so scared to lay a seven with Kansas City. That's why I talked about that teaser, because I'd only have to lay one. Yeah. God, I can't I mean Kansas City's so talented. It's they need like they I said need they points appear out of the air right they willed points to appear out of the air in dude that. did you see that first quarter against Pittsburgh when Pittsburgh yes. in the wild card round Pittsburgh yes. was playing good defense they were doing good they got that For defensive touch <laughs> they got that TV yeah ten whole minutes yep. they got that TJ yeah. Watt and yeah uh, defensive yeah. touchdown they go up ten or seven zero I'm like okay nice you know I got them plus nineteen on a teaser and plus thirteen <laughs> on like straight up. Right, oh, <laughs> for two for two for two hundred, I think I that's what I had on them, right? And I'm like, okay, not bad. I like to start, dude. In a blink of an eye, it's like <laughs> thirty five to seven. I'm like, yeah. what the, dude? It just happened so quick. It's like thirty five unanswered, like nothing. I'm like, it's a video game with this team, yeah. dude. It's just so yeah. unfair. It hit it hit Ben Roethlisberger like he was on a bike and got hit by a car or something, dude. Wiped him out in that game. It was so Ooh. fast. That's the and moment Kansas he City's, says, I'm done. Well, Kansas City's such a pressure offense, right? Like Tyreek Hill, ridiculous. Kelsey, the catch that he made, that should have, yeah, they, they said it should have been a flag for taunting or something. I mean, Nicole Hardman, what, Pringle, uh, Clyde Hilaire, the, the running back, the, all those guys are crazy quick. And then They're they got so the, fast. And then they got the dude that was on the Niners, too, right? McKinnon or something. Oh, do they? Oh, okay, okay. I think he came, I think he went from, from the Minnesota. Vikings, yeah, the Vikings, from the Vikings the Niners. to the Niners. Yeah, but then he got okay. hurt like both years. He was in San Francisco, so yeah. But he's been producing he's a little bit for them. Make him pee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cash cool. So yeah, so I think we're done here. Uh, episode 140 is done, Alex. Uh, as always, okay. thank you so much for jumping on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and then next time, if you are jumping on for the Super Bowl uh, show, we will have books to talk about. So, sure. Yeah. Mark, yeah. any last yeah, words? Every, every, close every book is in this week. I got everything this week. We're good. So. The, the, right. class, the class will have just been finished, I believe, because we'll be recording on what, the 8th? That's right. What day is the class? The 6th? The 6th. That's right. So the that they're making the LA Coliseum into that short track for like I that first that. preseason that's race right. in NASCAR. That's right. Yeah, in Inglewood, go Wood. So yeah, yeah. Inglewood always up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, dude. Um, they're gonna run that, and then I think it's gonna be the Super Bowl on the thirteenth. That probably the latest Super Bowl we've ever had, February yeah, third. February 13th, and then and after then that, Daytona 500. Daytona 500 the next following Sunday, baby. Get Crazy. ready to run them. Yes, Southern, sir. Yep. Moonshine style, baby. <laughs> hey, and actually, uh, speak. I know Alex don't give a damn, it's, but shout out to Dale, uh, Dale, Dale Earnhardt, Hall of Fame inductee as well. Everyone's Junior? doing their That's Hall right. of Fame these days, oh, so okay. congratulations. I know that name should be in the Hall of Fame if I know his name. Well, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I know, yeah. I know that dude. Why well, I, I know Junior. I mean, I, yeah, I know that part. But no, he's, know got a, he's got the good name. Every, for the sport. Everyone always knows the Hendrick drivers, the the Junior, the Gordon, the Johnsons. You know. Well, yep. yeah, for sure. Johnson knows himself, I guess. But 
<laughs> the Penske's. Uh, yep. Well, sure, his name's an oil can, man. Come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this is right, yeah. Alex from uh, Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Go check them out every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Our terrific sponsor. But this has been episode 140 of the Comic Boogies podcast. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy the comics. And enjoy each other. Peace out. See you all next week. Peace. Peace. And always enjoy each other. And don't forget to enjoy the comics from Treasure Island Comics and the championship round this Sunday. We love you. TCB, baby. Let's go. Let's go.